Welcome to the Full 360 with Robin and John. John, back in uh, World War II, uh, there was a, a Luftwaffe, Luftwaffe, the, the German Air Force. Yep. Um, yep. This man, Hans uh, Scharf, I think his name is, uh, well, S-C-H-A-R-F-F, so we'll say Scharf. Scharf? Um, yeah. He was a master interrogator for, um, well, some not very nice people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what makes his story so exceptional is that his uh, tactics uh, for interrogation are still to this day considered to be the nicest tactics ever used in interrogation. And uh, these tactics included things like taking prisoners on nature walks, um, baking them homemade bread, uh, writing, (laughs) (laughs) writing jokes for them, having beers, inviting them to afternoon tea with other German fighter pilots. Um, And his techniques were so successful uh, that after the war, he came to the United States and taught uh, the U.S. spy agencies how to interrogate people nicely. This is, like, it seems like the art of confusion. Right? Like, like, <laughs> like confuse your uh, prisoner. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know, I know there's that, you know, like, y- you catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar. Right. yeah. I just feel like this guy, he really did take it to that extreme. I mean, his lessons are taught today in schools about how to, how to get information from people by being extra nice to them. And it probably helped that these people were being held in terrible situations. So, right. you know, somebody comes along and offers to, you know, make you some cookies and take you on a nature walk. I mean, there's going to be some trust issues to get over, but you're... you're you're going to be on board with that versus what the alternative was. I was going to say, can, interesting can, that it worked. Can somebody send this guy Schaff down to Guantanamo? <laughs> I feel like they I could do they with him the, down there. Yeah, they didn't. They perhaps didn't get the training. I, I don't quite know what happened there, but it all went really off the rails down but, in Guantanamo. But what's interesting was he's considered to be one of the most successful interrogators in history. Why are uh, why would you use any alternative then? Really good question. Well, it, yeah, not to like take it on a different tangent, but I feel like that about placebos as well. Like mm. placebos are consistently one of the most successful mm-hmm. medicines right. on the market. Right. Like how much are we using placebos and can we use them more effectively? And anyway, that's a, that's a totally different thing. So no, we're, talking about, question, we're, talking about, we're talking about being really nice to people. To get what you want out of them, yeah. Well, that sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds bad. Well, that's to what get it what is, you though. want. That, I mean, that's what that is. But that is what it is fundamentally. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. it'd be a whole different kind of training <laughs> to like <laughs> to like resist the interrogation. Now it doesn't matter how many cookies, that's and it right. doesn't matter how many chocolate chips are in those cookies. You have to keep quiet. <laughs> Oh, but he just, you know, he complimented me and he took me for this walk. And I'm, I'm going to tell him where the tunnels are, you know, like that. I, I, <laughs> I just, I, I just, I think it's, I just think it's interesting that when, uh, like, it's like when you, like you were saying with the, with the placebos, um, the most successful medicine. So if we've hit on that, but then maybe it doesn't work, right? Like, because if you know it's a placebo, then it, uh. right? So if you know that as a prisoner, you're going to be treated this well every time, all the time, 
mm-hmm. then maybe it wouldn't work, right? Maybe it's that balance of uh, good and bad and, you know, fear and hope. Good cop, bad cop. It, the good cop, bad cop, right? Because if everybody's a bad cop, it doesn't work. And if everybody's a good cop, it doesn't work. We need that balance between the two. It is really good to have balance, isn't it? And it's always good to be able to jump down different approaches. I find that with my thinking as well, you know, so often I'll find I'm approaching a certain problem maybe and just pushing in the same direction, the same direction, and then you, you know, if I, if I change tactics completely, mm. I often get much more success. But there's that thing that, you know, can, it's almost like a stubbornness that... Um, like doing it, the it, same thing over and over again, you mean? Yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah. you know, like, it's, a, I don't know, It's maybe it's the way our brains are, have been developed to kind of pursue one channel and, and just keep going and keep going as opposed to more, you know, lateral thinking, more like just jumping around in a scattered approach. Well, we get kind of, uh, we, I think there must be a familiarity in that too, right? Because we've done it before. So we've done it before, and if we just tweak it a little bit, we'll do it right this time. Mm-hmm. And and after a while, you, you kind of get um, like a tunnel vision on that where you don't see the alternatives. You just see the thing in front of you, and like you're going to, you're going to try it, you know, you're going to get it to work no matter what, right? Yeah. It's kind of like if you, you know, you feel like maybe you have to backtrack so much to try something different after mm. you've already invested your time and your thinking processes into one plan of action. Yeah. And yet it can be very quick to like jump onto a different track. It can actually just take a moment of pause and taking your foot completely off the pedal. Yeah. Looking around and then making a course correction. Like, yeah. And I, I think, I think you, you said it right there where it's like if, we kind of see it as lost time, right? Like we, we worked really hard on this one thing and it just just didn't go the way we thought it was going to go, but we can't abandon it because if we do, we've lost all that time and effort. But really, all that time and effort, it was a learning experience that could then be applied to something, like you said, by just jumping over, you know, just jumping over one to one other thing. And, and because we had that experience, we can apply it to this other thing and, and it'll go really well. Um, so, so basically, stop waterboarding yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and and do something nice for yourself instead. You might find a make whole some new... make some cookies and have people over for coffee, right? That's, that's a lovely way to spend a day. Well, that was great, Robin. One of our very best, John. And if you want to hear more, you should come over to patreon.com slash the full 360 and join us for our bonus episodes. Weekly posts. And good vibe community. And what was that address again, John? Patreon.com slash the full 360.